and it's like imagine a year you know it's like yeah, how yeah. can you not it's it's so addicting it's just like making money you know like if you work a nine-to-five or if you're a business owner mm-hmm. when you get that check or you close a deal it's an addicting feeling and when you see organic growth and then you see that you're building a community too it's just the most beautiful feeling internally 100 percent, i agree but i think a lot of people don't even get to that point like they don't get to experience that sort of mm-hmm. you know serotonin release or like um, the energy that flows why do you think you... that well i think I don't know. I, I feel like people don't want to start shit. They're comfortable with what they're doing and they want to stick to a certain path. Like, you know, I talk about the norm all the time and uh, people stick to the norm. They they go to school, they get a job. And going back to the dominance hierarchy thing, it's like you go to school, you get a job, and then you go to LinkedIn mm. to kind of compare like, oh, dude, it's like a dick measuring contest mm. at that point, right? You go <laughs> over there and you're like, oh, what's, what's my, uh, my classmate from like high school doing? How much money am I making? Right. How much are, you know, so it, they get caught up in that dynamic. People get caught up in various dynamics of life without actually trying to actualize their dream. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely believe, like, if you're trying, you know, we were talking about this, like, if you try something, no one, it doesn't matter, like, what anyone says about you mm-hmm. or what your numbers are. You don't have yeah. to inflate shit yeah. like, as long as you're trying. Yeah, 100%, man. It, it, the, 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 the most... Um, Someone, one of my buddies, his name's Giovanni, he said this to me two weeks ago. Um, we just started a YouTube channel with this other group mm-hmm. of people. Hashtag six. Hashtags, yeah. yeah hashtag six. six. And um, so we were having a debate between the group about, you know, how long should we make videos? Because if we make it 15 or 20, they're going to tune out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was my point of view and DeSanti's point of view as well, too. And he made a valid point then. He, he was like, well, you know what? The thing is, is the way YouTube works is you get paid on duration you know watch some exactly so he was like all we need to do is keep posting content fuck the views right now and when we finally get that one video or we have a big enough audience to where it connects and it goes viral they're gonna go back and watch the other videos too of course they wanna be in that quote unquote universe exactly yeah they wanna live that or not live that but like you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like you go through the whole content cycle once you become a fan of someone because you, you just want to see the progression. You want to see where they were, where they are. It, exactly, exactly. And when he said it, it hit me because on TikTok, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. When I hit that one video, and I, I've only done it five times so far, but when one video goes viral, I notice all the prior five or six videos yeah. all inflate too. 100%. And so I was like, you know what? You got a point. So let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's go that route. Why not just keep pumping shit out, man? Like, you know, even if five people or ten people watch, that's, that's a, I mean, that's ten people. You got to appreciate and respect that. Well, yeah, dude, 100%. The thing that people don't realize is, like, they do, um, they look at, they, okay, so people don't value the acquisition of a view and a follower. Mm-hmm. Like, every single day, honestly, when I get a new follower, I actually get excited right now. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, oh, fuck, someone new followed me. Because when you, if you come from a business world, you understand that getting a follower, I mean, not a follower, getting a customer, yeah. that acquisition cost and time is really hard to do. Exactly. And the fact that you get a follower or even a view, that's an acquisition. Bro, companies spend millions. Like, yes. billion dollar company. That, so... I was mentioning before we recorded, like, I have a part-time job, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I do. I do business development for a billion-dollar construction company, and it's kind of weird to see that companies that have a lot of business coming in still spend time trying to acquire new business. Yes. Why is that? Because it never ends. Like, you have to have that, you have to keep that cycle going, and so, like you just said, like, when you get a follower, or even me, like, when I get a follower, when I get messages, 
it, it's a great feeling. It drives you. Like, I don't want to sleep. Yes. I just want to work. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? No, it, it, that's so true because you never know who that next person is. And, you know, the, the greatest of the greats will tell you that 80% of your business should come from 20% of your clientele. And you, the reason why companies continue to acquire or spend on marketing, it's because it, it, it's okay to spend like, let's say, 30 grand a month on marketing because yeah. in three months you might get that one guy that's going to drop like a million dollar contract. Bro, look you. at Ty Lopez. Yes. How do, his come up was entirely, and not to, you know, date, but you remember Mike Sixpack? No. Who's Mike that? Sixpack abs. Yeah, the first yeah, guy, yeah, bro. The yeah, YouTube, yeah. like he started the wave. Yeah, of yeah. just spamming people with ads. You would see his ad every fucking time he yes, watched the video. Yeah, and then Ty Lopez kind of, you know, curated the, his own style. Super smart, like, though. Yo, yeah, with the Lamborghini in the house. Hundred genius. And you kind of see the effects of. I'm gonna use the term pioneer to mm-hmm. describe those people because I think it's accurate. But you see the byproduct of that work the masses start to replicate that. Yes. They try to get in that wave and like, you know, even if it's on the tail end and they don't understand that these people are on a completely different level. Yes. Like Gary Vee with the TikTok thing was, if you go back five months ago, six months ago, he's been, talk- he's been talking about this shit. Dude, I, I think, I don't know if I said it when I was, at, when we were at your place, but he's the reason I'm on TikTok. And, Same, man. And it's literally like five, six months ago, it seems about right. It was July mm-hmm. and he was literally like, get the fuck on TikTok. Why aren't you on TikTok? And I just got on TikTok. And dude, my whole community right now, we have a whole group chat on Instagram right now with like 15 or 20 people, like our closest, closest friends. Everyone's on TikTok now. I don't know if you saw that video we did the other day when we're like passing shit around and it's going from Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. It all happened on Instagram. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's amazing. It's like weird to see. And again, like, you know, you just mentioned like all your friends or whatever the group you have is on TikTok. Like more and more people get on. It's going to get... It's gonna reach a point where it's oversaturated, but I feel like it's it, it hasn't even hit the peak yet. No, it's still the time, dude. Just right now, when I went up to get my laptop, I I follow Logan Paul heavily. I love his mm-hmm. podcast, Impulsive. And uh, so, even back to the example where you find like one viral video and you go watch the rest. It was like mm-hmm. a seventy-something episode. I love the interview so much. I've seen every episode now. You know, I went yeah. back and watched everything. And just right now, he's been talking down on TikTok for about four months. Right. And he just got on two days ago. And just right now in his story, he's like totally wet, gets out of a pool in full clothes. And he's like, guys, y'all are witnessing uh, the official TikTok takeover right now. And I was like, fuck. And I sent it to my group. I was like, guys, Logan's on TikTok. We're fucked. We need to get with and uh, going back to the YouTube ads too, this is uh, funny because I just just talking about this yesterday. These guys like Ty Lopez or even Mike Sixpack, right? Abs. The OG. Man. Yeah, man. These guys like gave this blueprint mm-hmm. for people to be able to navigate their way in front of consumers now. Yeah. So there's a guy named Mike Bloomberg. I don't know if you know who Mike Bloomberg is. Of course. Okay, so he literally is like. 25 times the net worth of Donald Trump and he wants to come in as a Democratic uh, candidate now mm-hmm. and so he just dropped 37 million dollars in ads like last week or two weeks ago right. and right now I don't know if you've seen it yet but almost every video I go to on YouTube his ad is there and you can't even skip his, his ad it's not even the ones you can skip like he's no, paying like full fledged full one minute exactly yeah. and it's nuts because it's like wow dude like this guy obviously has a marketing team but this way this new wave of advertising is nuts and like that's that's the other reason why Gary Vee and these guys are pushing TikTok because 
this shit's gonna come to TikTok, man. I, I was on TikTok five or six months ago. No ads. And no ads. And now, I remember the first morning, it was like a Target ad with Neil Patrick Bro, Harris like, or something. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, right? I woke up at, like, I didn't wake up, but, like, I was still up, and I opened my phone at, like, midnight or 1 a.m., and an ad popped up, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, it's, it's happening. happening. It's happening. 100% happening. Wait till they make it accessible to, like, everyone. I don't, I don't, and I don't know. Maybe it is accessible right now. To advertise? Yeah. No, it's no. not. That's right. what I'm saying. When it gets to that point, yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be bonkers, man. The people that establish themselves on musically and then transfer to TikTok, these 100%. guys are gonna thrive like anything. There's gonna Bro, be people have careers. Yeah. There's sixteen year olds are making millions of dollars. Oh my god, dude! I, making videos. Yeah. Even right now, man. There's people. So many people on TikTok with so many ads that you can find them on Cameo, or you can even message them, and they're charging rates now because they're getting so many views. Hundred percent, man. It's just a funnel. Let's segue into, um, you know, the whole aspect of trying. We were talking about this. Why do you think people don't try? And why do you think people sort of create the barrier within themselves to not try something? So uh, from my own experience too, I've, I had this issue back in the day, it's about comfort. Um, you know, most people grow up in a household with a mom and a dad or a single parent, regardless of what it is when you're a kid, you, you get comfort, okay? Right. And as you get older, you realize that there's there is a I mean, there's a comfortable route everywhere. You can get the nine to five, you can get a paycheck, you can go out at night, you can go out on the weekends with your friends, right. come back home, drink a beer, watch TV, and then you repeat, and your life is decent. Um, now, the thing is, is that there's 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 a secondary route to where you can actually attempt to do something different, which is going to be difficult. And most people, because and, and I don't and I, I I don't want to word this the wrong way, but I don't know how yeah. else to put it. But you don't want to like shit on people. Right? Yeah. So, but it's like if you're if you're pursuing a business or uh, let's say some sort of creative project, it's so difficult that you, you have to overcome so many obstacles that if you're a sane person, mm-hmm. you'd probably back out. Honestly, right. honestly, most people are going to back out because it's just like, it's so much to put in. Right. You pick what you can do. Exactly. It's comfortable, like you said, to do. So. Yes. And, and the only way to be extraordinary is to actually keep pushing, to keep pushing. And if you really I want agree. that free life, if you want some sort of financial freedom, if you want to be able to do what you want whenever you want and still be able to make a good income, mm-hmm. you have to keep pushing. You have to be uncomfortable. That's another thing, like with entrepreneurship not to segue too hard but you know we were talking about the dominance hierarchy thing and how the normal is go to college get a job or get a certification or get a job like Mm -hmm. the end goal for most people is to get a job to sustain themselves and to live a certain level of life and with entrepreneurship i feel like it blurs the line because i feel like it ties back into the whole faking followers thing as well like you know, it blurs the line between the reality of success versus the pursuit of something that's considered cool and successful. And so people place themselves in the category of entrepreneur when they have an Instagram page and a website. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that like you have a product, yeah. you're going and talking to people, you're, you know, you're making this shit work. But a lot of people just claim that title just to sort of uh, not be categorized as someone that's not doing it yes and the the issue is is that people want to get this um 
they want this status so it's like it's like this instant gratification to where um actually you know what here's a better way to put it i'm pretty sure most people have seen this meme or this image of an iceberg Mm -hmm. right and it's in this deep deep ocean right i don't know if you've seen it but the water is right at the tip Mm -hmm. and there's in that iceberg there's different levels towards a struggle success failure uh, anxiety all but at the top it says you know like success success or or some shit yeah you know like you made it and that's all people see you know people only see that one side so the issue with the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial world is like people want to get in and then they think they have to instantly be like i'm here i did it i'm this person this is what i do and this Mm -hmm. is you know i i'm a successful person and and that's the issue is like nobody really goes back and sees the struggles that everyone went through you see you see the rock today you know and you're like man okay you know how long the guy's been working since the the 90s man you know like there's so much stuff he went he was in the wwf then the wwe then he Mm -hmm. had so many fucking flop movies he went back to the wwe came back to movies did shows and now he's finally the man that he is you know and it's just like there's there's such a process and the one part that i never understood that today i do understand is that you are gonna enjoy the journey so fucking much while you're in it Mm -hmm. that when you get to that point of success i don't even know i don't consider myself successful like i don't i'm not gonna consider myself successful until like what's what's the number in your head or what's a situation in your head where you'd say, all right. To be, okay, flat out honest, I want to make sure everyone around me, like my closest circle, including mm-hmm. my family, my son, everyone is financially taken care of through something that I've thrived with or my team has thrived with. Yeah. That's number one. Number two is I already have a financially free life, mm-hmm. but I want to take it to the next level now, right? So like... Um, I want to be able to have seven figures in the account at least, right? Like yeah. I want that. It's not about because people are like, oh, I made a million, I made one point five, but like, mm-hmm. dude, they, I mean, taxes, bro. taxes, uh, uh, marketing budgets, you mm-hmm. know, uh, every, there's payroll, yeah, employees, product cost, all these things go into it. And yeah, technically in America, you're considered a millionaire if your revenue is beyond seven figures, but mm-hmm. it's a whole different ballgame when you actually have that sitting in your bank account, bro. When Kanye said. You ain't really rich unless you got eight figures. There you go. That should make sense. Mm-hmm. That should really make sense when you think about it. It's like people consider, and you know, the flip side of this is when Gary B says that one percent of the uh, people in America make four hundred thousand or something, right? Yeah. Like that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. People place success and financial freedom to like millions. Like exactly. if, if I don't make a million dollars, I'm not gonna be happy mm-hmm. or successful. Exactly. But if you make two hundred thousand doing what you love, mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you complaining about? And, you know and I mean? yeah, dude. And I put I put a lot of the ugh, I don't want to say blame, but I put a lot of the fuck it. I put a lot of the blame on mm-hmm. the new rock, which is hip hop. All right, these guys are like bluntly stating about making racks, making millions. You know, dude, yeah. they're not guys like to be one hundred percent honest. I know a lot of guys in the industry. I used to be in the music industry. Uh, producing and i know a lot of people and everything is a flex you know like the, you 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 100 you know who's the who 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 have that type of money mm-hmm. and if you even think for a second that this guy might not they don't no. and so it's like this whole culture of instagram music um influencers these mm-hmm. people have made it seem like you have to be making seven figures you have to be in a nice ass car you dude like 
I, I drive a 2011 Alexis. Granted, it's still a, it, it's still a nice car, but it's like I don't feel the need right now. You know, like I, I rather invest in the fucking brand. Yeah, I mean, uh, granted, I, I did put uh, I want to get a Tesla, so I put a I put my thing down for a Cybertruck. I mean, it's not Same, a lot, bro. but it's like yeah. I mean, I, when you when you get to a certain point, you're like, all right, I can start investing a little bit in myself, mm. right? And I'm not even gonna get the fucking seventy thousand dollar Tesla. I'm gonna get the thirty nine thousand dollar truck. It's a nice truck, you know. Looks the same. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I do think it's definitely why you have to be so wise with the way you spend your money to become successful too. And then the other thing too, which I hate about the culture is everyone talks about nonstop flexing and I, I'm honestly guilty of it too. I spend, I spend money on stupid things a lot of times too. Like you and me just talked about it the other day. Like, yeah, like I get backpacks and stuff because I'm so influenced by the culture, but I, I try my very best to save as much money as I can because it's so much more fruitful when you put it into yourself and you yeah. invest in yourself and then you uh i mean i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's just like when you create a business you create a brand you are gonna feel so fulfilled even if you're still working a nine to five mm-hmm. begin the journey of it and you're gonna see how addictive it can become because so, uh, sorry not to cut you off but like you know how self-actualization is on the top of maslow's hierarchy yeah that's kind of what it is when you find something you're passionate about and you see it grow. Like you just mentioned, like when you get a follower or you, you know, you see the progression, it fuels you. You don't think about the Louis backpack, mm-hmm. even though I do understand, like I'm guilty of that as well. Like the feeling that you get from buying it to wearing it and the way that it makes you feel is exactly what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, again, I, I was a huge Kanye, I'm still a huge Kanye fan, but like in 2015 2016 like 2015 especially freshman year of college for me i got heavily influenced by him and like i watched a lot of his interviews and he talked about how they take our self-esteem and then they package it and sell it back to us in Mm. forms of like louis backpacks and ben symbol or like even even a tesla yeah and you know obviously everyone's guilty of that like i buy a lot of nice shit Mm -hmm. but i i've I've i just don't even wear it anymore i don't care about it anymore because i'm like you know, I, if I think about the money, like I go into my closet and I just look at things for not what they are, but look at the dollar sign. I'm like, bro, this is like, you know how much engagement I would get if I ran ads with this money? And that's it, crazy. What was the wording you used that Kanye said? They take what again? Self-esteem. Self-esteem. Dude, I, as soon as you said that and you mentioned all those products, it hit me too that it's like, think about Instagram and followers. It's the same thing. Bro. People are investing in the wrong part. Guys... Mm-hmm pay for ads like this is pay organic ads, reach not, followers, not followers. followers yeah like like i know i understand that if you go online on google you'll find a place that'll give you five thousand followers for like i don't know 50 bucks but fucking dude i promise you 50 real followers mm-hmm. for 50 bucks is so much more worth it than five thousand yeah, it's potential money as well yes so exactly decide to drop some shit but yeah I'm, i mean i definitely agree like and to get back to the mildly get back to the fake followers thing like if you buy fake followers, it's almost like a full-time job. Like, it's a full-time commitment because that shit's going to go away. Yep. Instagram gets rid of bot mm-hmm. accounts all the fucking time. And you're going to see massive dips. Yep. I've seen people go from 50K to, like, 20K Dude. in a month Dude. because they don't. They probably don't have the money mm-hmm. right, to f- keep fueling that shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, Bro. and then they, quote-unquote, their account gets deleted and they're yeah. like, oh, backup account, I just started new. Yeah. It's like all sorts of weird shit going yeah. on. And, like, don't be afraid to admit that you do certain shit mm-hmm. like vulnerability you know we're both Gary B fans obviously yeah. I know you've heard this but vulnerability is a huge thing like if you're vulnerable and you 
share with people the shit you've done, yes, you're more likely to build an organic connection versus faking followers, creating an image, and actually building enemies. You create enemies when you create that image and think you are that person that you pretend to be, mm-hmm. and that's when you make a lot of enemies. And that's what I love about you guys, like what you're doing with the with the lampoons and like your whole vibe and your product and the ecosystem that you're creating is mm-hmm. like and you're still humble mm-hmm. you still network with people you still you know you're very nice mm-hmm. to talk to and approach and that's something we're missing it's missing mm-hmm. in a lot of people yeah um well you know what i'll give credit to uh drake for this man um i think he was he's probably the most intelligent creator that ever entered the music industry because he came off of little wayne uh, how old are you 22 I don't know if you were into Wayne when he really popped off in 2009, 2010. So he he was like, he took the industry by storm and he ran with the attitude of high arrogance, high cockiness, which was which was the thing then, you know, like everyone really liked that image of him. Mm -hmm. And then he gave the world Drake and Drake came out within his first year conquering, conquering in every interview he was in. He was so freaking humble, Mm -hmm. like he was the nicest guy and everyone it was a constant thing everyone's like man how are you so down to earth but humility bro yes yeah and um i think that's that's what people need to first of all being honest honesty um humility Mm -hmm. and patience should be the core value exactly yeah and 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 don't take patience so literally either too because i'm 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 very i'm very against people that say i'm just being patient for the for my opportunity it's not gonna fucking come to you it's not gonna come to you you have to go out and get it but patience in the process is what i mean that that long-term process of your hustle keep hustling and be patient with the longevity or the time span that you're going to be spending you know don't don't just fucking sit in your room and be like all right the bag is going to fall in my lap one day that shit doesn't happen unless you hit the lottery or something you know what i mean yeah well i really appreciate your time and Thanks for doing this. hundred percent. Thanks for listening. What's uh, what's your Instagram and um, So you guys can follow our podcast at the Yacht Club Podcast. Um, we're solely Houston based, and um, my company again is Lazy Lampoons. That's at Lazy Lampoons, spelled exactly as it sounds. So you uh, let's kind of while we're ending describe like what the lampoons are yeah. for people listening. So oh, oh yeah, out. yeah. So basically, it was uh, it's des- it was originally designed to fit a jewel. It's a little stress ball case. Um, we have four characters right now, and it pretty much uh, holds your vape device. At this point, it's compatible with 20-plus devices. Any device that's remotely close to the shape of a jewel, whether it's uh, circular or cylindrical, or if that's even the right word, uh, it'll fit in the Lampoon. So it's it's a little cute vape case. Uh, it's a little silly product, but it keeps your uh, vape safe. Uh, gives you some sort of grip. It'll float. It'll... It's, it's cool, man. It's what's going on right now. You want to check yeah. it out. Um, where can they check it out? Uh, LazyLampoons.com is where you can uh, find it online. You'll see all our retailers. We're all over Texas. Uh, literally almost every smoke shop. If they don't have it, just tell them. They'll probably reorder it. We're in the biggest warehouses here in Texas. And uh, we're in Canada. And we're in about six other states right now. Respect it, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.